Should we take five? Yeah. (laughs) I'm Allie Grant. And I'm Jess Yu. Welcome to Follow Me, your resource for all things influencer. Brought to you by Be Social Group. Now, let's see who we're following this week. Consistency is the key and like allowing your followers to have like a schedule with you where like they know like, okay, this is what's going to happen on this day at this time and they like want to see what I'm going to do next. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Follow Me. I'm here with Jess. Let's get into it. Jess, who or what are you following on the internet this week? Hi, guys. So this week, very exciting news. Pinterest is partnering with Condé Nast to do an exclusive partnership featuring video content. We all know video is king, and Mm -hmm. I feel like Pinterest, we use it as idea pins for mood boards, vision boards, but they're really honing in on the video aspect. Um, They're going to be a part of exclusive events that Condé Nast throws, like New York Fashion Week, Sometimes I feel like as a consumer, what even is New York Fashion Week? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, you are going, so you're going to be reporting live and telling us all about the things that happen there. Reporting live, like Miranda Priestley at New York Fashion Week. (laughs) Yes, I'm attending. Um, So from, you know, our perspective, we meet with brands, talent, agencies that are in the area, um, as well as shows. We have a few talent attending. Um, So it's just an exciting part and circle of um, industry insiders, but it'll be interesting because Pinterest will show that side to consumers. So I'm really excited to see what type of content they're putting out. That's amazing. Yeah. I've never been to New York Fashion Week, which is crazy. I've had clients there. I've done like brand partnerships there, but I've never been on the grounds during a New York Fashion Week. So I feel like you're an LA girl. I know I am. So I'm excited for you to fill us in. I want you to be like on the streets, interviewing influencers, getting the goss. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Random New Yorkers. Hello. What is your name? <laughs> what do you think about New York Fashion Week? Like influencers in the wild. Oh, hundred percent. I'll be there with my Jess. tiny mic. Oh my God, good. Okay, today's guest doesn't really even need an introduction. She is one of my best friends, a longtime client of Be Social, um, an OG influencer and podcaster, the Rebecca Tilly. Rebecca Tilly. Yes, we are so excited to dive into today's episode. We chat through how she's grown her podcast over the last six years and built the Scrubbing In community, which is so strong and loyal. Go Scrubbers. Um, as well as how she has navigated brand partnerships, saying yes and no to the things that feel right and wrong for her. She's been on the podcast before, but it's been quite a few years and she has certainly evolved. So we're excited to dive into it. All right, we're going to start with a game and it is called Fact or Fiction, Alex Earl Edition. Ubi Size is the name of her selfie light. That is Fact. Wrong. Eh. It's I, we don't know what it is, but it's not. That. I have it. Let me pull it out. Yeah, you literally have it. Yeah, I didn't look at the name. I just got I bought it. it from her Amazon store. Oh, it's new. It's new. New Moa. See, you didn't. Wait, should we explain why we're playing a random Alex Earl factor fiction? Well, sure. Yes, because Becca Tilly loves Alex Earl. Yeah, like with the rest of the world. I okay. True. You don't care. I don't care. No, I love her. I love an Alex Earl moment. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know that I like know fact like fact or fiction about her life. I think or you'll anything. get the rest of them. Okay, great. We'll start with the second one. Alex is in Delta Gamma at U of Miami. 
Do you know what that is? It's a sorority, but... Fact or fiction? I'm going to go fiction. Correct. Good job. Thank you so much. Wow. Alex Earl isn't married. Fact. (laughs) Actually. Well, have you seen all of the marriage content she had on our TikTok? Yeah, but it was a fraternity party. Ooh, she's so (laughs) smart. She's in the know. It's It's like I follow her. Yeah. (laughs) It's like she's like viral or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, one more (laughs) to finish out the game. This one I don't know. Alex Earl is 22. I want to say fact. I, I put that one. I think she's 22 or like 23. She's <laughs> Un- a senior in college. We're unsure of her age. Unsure. But that could be not available. Back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to be 22. That feels a long time ago. No, I know. And I think the reason, like, I like her. I think she's, like, doing a great job. But her content reminds me of my time being in a sorority in college. And I'm kind of like, ooh. Like, 100%. you know, like. Dressing up for. The sorority functions and all the stuff. The and parties. I'm kind of like, ooh. Just, I'm just not in that stage of life. I know you are, but I'm also not in that stage of life. No, I and I think that's why I like it because it feels yeah. so distant that it's like fun. Yeah, she parties so hard. I don't know how she like. I have one night out, and I'm like, all right, maybe next week I can go again. Yeah, and she's like, comes home from Dubai, goes to pre-party. How? I'd be pre- so withered. What's like it so withered. Pre-game. Pre-party. Pre-party. You know that too. Pre-party? I saw this thing on TikTok that was basically saying she's starting the, like, party girl aesthetic. Like, we're in the clean girl aesthetic, like Hailey Bieber and mm-hmm. all that. And now we're going to get into the, like, fake eyelash, like, scene, the tiny little dresses again, which I'm like, oh, gosh, no. Wait, I think um, clean girl aesthetic is very millennial. And party girl aesthetic is very Gen Z. Wait, really? Yeah. You think clean girl aesthetic is millennial? Yeah, I feel like it's, like, so 2020. Really? Yeah. Oh, so we want to be party girl. Yeah, like a little messy, like rough eyeliner, you know. But but I also feel like now people are not into, like the new thing is not drinking alcohol. I I started that. No, you didn't. Yeah, I started that movie. I started it. And I also started like... (laughs) Do you have documentation? (laughs) Yeah, check my stories. The footage is there. That was like three months ago. This yeah, but I was on... p- I was part of the wave, and I'm also part of the like low caffeine wave as well, which is like another thing that's happening. So how do those two go together? Just like general clean health, health clean living. I know, but I'm saying with party, if the party aesthetic oh. is coming, and so is the no alcohol, no caffeine. How are yeah. we merging the two? You know, I don't know. Becca, where are you? Are you clean girl or party girl? I think I'm a nice balance of both. I agree. I agree with that. Oh, Brooks is panting. I haven't given up caffeine or alcohol, but yeah, I you're literally think drinking I'm a Celsius. Celsius. Those are so bad for you. Hashtag spawn. <laughs> you literally got a, your fixed retainer out because you thought that was giving you like toxins. So <laughs> we're just very different in what's important to us. Different stages of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this podcast is about influencing mm-hmm. and the influencer industry. So. We're excited to bring you back on because you, I honestly think you're an OG influencer and podcaster. What do you think about that? I would agree to, I definitely think in the podcast world, I'd be, I'd consider myself an OG, Mm -hmm. but uh, influencer is so different because my, how I got started influencing was such a just luck thing with The Bachelor. Like it wasn't like I 
Well, I think nowadays you kind of go on The Bachelor and expect to come out with like 100,000 more followers. But I think like when you did it, it was kind of like just like America's favorite people were the only ones that Mm -hmm. really rose to fame. I just feel like, I mean, I remember getting off The Bachelor and I had like a a huge following out of nowhere, but I didn't do anything with it because I didn't even know about like influencing or what it meant. I was just like, oh, more people are interested in these grainy you did some reward style linkage to some oh, like- yeah. <laughs> and you also did some like gummy ads as like if i recall oh, yeah i was like i love sugar bear hair ads are they still around i don't hear about them. i don't know they probably rebranded or something they were so good the yeah. problem with those was that you could easily eat a whole bottle <laughs> and then you're not you're like, not well good. just like no like tasty. so good yeah um yeah i mean i did a little bit of everything and then I want to say when I started working with you and signed with Be Social, it was like, let's... Um, yeah, let's monetize. Serious. Let's figure Moni- this out. Well, monetize, but also, like, let's be very specific on what we're saying yes to and not just saying yes to money, but saying yes to, like, good... Uh, like, people that I'd want to be affiliated with and right. associated with, like, mm-hmm. brand-wise. Yeah, you've done a good job, too, of, like, just, like, trusting your gut on, like, no, that's not for me or that is for me. Well, the problem is that I trust my gut too late sometimes you know which <laughs> like when really- we've already like literally signed the contract yeah. and we're working on content yeah yeah this isn't for me <laughs> yeah well yeah but I was thinking about that this morning I was thinking about because you know that uh Michaela the makeup artist did you see that whole oh thing yeah we're very much yeah. we're we're adjacent to yes. that you're adjacent yeah okay <laughs> Tanya also loosely uses the word adjacent. So <laughs> really? Just, like yeah. in random spots Any, of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're that's we're uh like you're near it but like not so far, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We work with L'Oreal and stuff. Yeah. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I think Jess had the closer yeah. adjacent. Like working <laughs> with L'Oreal is more adjacent than watching, watching it on TikTok. TikTok. Anyways, it was a um, just like being, I think being affiliated with brands and being able to work with them in an honest way. And I think even though it can obviously damage the relationship with a brand like if I pull myself out of something and it's Mm -hmm. it's like late in the game it's like you risk that relationship being damaged but I do think the integrity of like being true to my following and not trying to like use something and force it for Mm -hmm. the sake of getting a check has been something that and I feel like that came from you prioritizing that which was like don't you know don't you don't have to sell out to like be successful in this industry. Yeah. yeah. Your community is so important to you. And I think that's what I learned from Michaela. Like her community is like so strong. And they were, I feel like they were kind of hurt. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. I don't know if it's affected like her following or whatnot, <laughs> but has she posted since? Oh, also? yeah. She posted a full tutorial. Yeah. Didn't even like address, oh, didn't it, even address it, it or anything. Also, I mean, the telescopic mascara is like sold out. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think it does look like good mascara. I yeah, I mean, I've used telescopic. It's really good. Hmm. I can't tell if it was all planned because it was like the most genius marketing system. Oh, you're on that side. I have so many different perspectives of it because I'm like, okay, as an influencer, you, you, you can't just blatantly lie to people. Like people are smart enough to know, right. like, even when it doesn't feel genuine, they'll like call you out. It's obvious. So then using like fake eyelashes is like... Oh my god, blowing think about but then, it being But then it was like everyone was going out, even if they were trying to prove her wrong or prove that she was wearing them, they still went out and bought the mascara to and try. They're it. talking about the mascara, yeah. like Jeffree Star yeah. and like all these people. Massive beauty influencers that are talking about it. So I'm like, even if it wasn't intentional, L'Oreal won 
in this yeah. because, the day. Yeah. That's because, like, like L'Oreal's not going to go out of business. No. No, they were never yeah. going to. They yeah. were never threatened by yeah. any of this. That's like if you did, like, a hair supplement and, like, in the video had, like, tons of clip-ins in. And you're right. like, it grew overnight. Maybe you do that. It'd be funny. No, but I do remember. <laughs> I remember I did a, 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 a brand deal with um, a hair growth company. And I had, like, five rows of extensions. And I was like, well... I mean, my hair does still have to grow, like, even with extensions in. But I did – I remember feeling kind of like this is – Yeah. Like, I can't be like, look how long my hair is. (laughs) There's a track. Oh, God. I turn around and it's just, like, separated. Oh, my God. So bad. That would be funny if a brand Um, (laughs) So back to being an OG influencer, I feel like there's a lot of people popping up, like Michaela and Alex Earl, who are obviously Gen Z creators, like, have a different style of, like, content creation, like – are you feeling like in this weird space of like, how do you navigate what's next for you for someone who's been in this space for so long? Yeah, I feel like 2020, I really feel like the rise of TikTok had like changed the game for people who started when I did. Yeah. Because it was almost like, I I even remember in 2020 on Instagram being like, my engagement's lower. I feel like I'm losing followers. I mean, we're all just sitting around at home. Like, how do you make this interesting? And then with TikTok, it felt like, oh, no, like now I have to join in and like learn this like very intimidating new. My first TikTok is so cringe. I don't know. What is it? We don't have Internet. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you after. I'll send it to y'all. And then I remember being like, this is so annoying. Like it's always feeling like keeping up. You know, you're just trying to keep up. And then when you see these younger people doing it, you're like, comparing yourself to them and I'm like I'm not in college going out every night I'm not I don't have 22 year old skin I'm not like you kind of do but yeah thank you so much put a lot of work into that (laughs) um but you know you just kind of go like what what do I do and then you feel like you're trying to copy them and I'm like I'm neither of them Mm -hmm. right and so I saw a guy talking about this the other day where he was like, you cannot copy what happened to Alex Earl. Like, everyone's trying to do it. Like, I've even tried. I'm, like, trying to talk while I'm doing my makeup. And literally I- everything is – everyone's doing it now. I'm like, I cannot. It's like – I find myself not wanting to watch it anymore. And those were my favorite things to watch yeah. were the get ready with me's. But I think just like anything, when you get too much of something, you're ready to move on from it. So I feel like the people that have kept popping up on my page, I find myself being like, oh, I don't want to see this anymore, mm. which is the, a negative effect from having that type of popularity because you're all we're hearing about is Alex Earl, Alex Earl, and she's so cute and I really like her, but I almost feel like I want to mute her so that I don't feel uh, like I've had too much of her, if that makes sense. I also think it's a cycle too, right? Mm-hmm. It's There's always going to be someone newer, someone younger, someone doing something fresh, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's how long are they going to be in this right. environment, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm sure Alex Earl will be very successful. We all love her, obviously. Yeah. But I think going back to what you were saying about being really strategic about the brand partnerships that you're doing mm-hmm. and what you're doing with your community and being really honest, how am I, like, translating this community into something that's larger? And obviously with, like, scrubbing in, you've done that, being in the space for so long, but you're still, like, relevant. Yeah, I think it's just, like, how do you grow? Because I've been st- stagnant especially on Instagram for like basically since I got off the bachelor I've been at like 1.1 yeah 1.1 is just she's there forever which I'm grateful for but I do find it harder to grow because you're kind of like you might not like this then you get like the influencer creative tips right the tips and tricks on how to grow and I kind of roll my eyes I watch your videos and like them because like 
I love you as a friend. At <gasps> Influential Are you rolling your eyes when you watch them? Not yours. Not yours. I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> You're not to be trusted. <laughs> but I kind of go, okay, here's, here's what the tips are generally. It's like post multiple times a day, multiple times a week. Use trending songs. Use, um, respond to comments and email or uh, messages, emails. Um, I don't. <laughs> you do don't that. do that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's my downfall. And it's like, of course, that's what makes you grow. Because if you if you were to buy a lottery ticket, if you buy one, you have a less chance of winning. But if you buy multiple, you have a bigger chance of winning the lottery. Just like if you're posting constantly, you have a bigger chance of going viral, but there's no guarantee. So like to me, the creator tips is like a new, it's like a subcategory of like a type of content creation, like the get ready with me, because you're just kind of like, you're kind of stating, it's kind of like obvious information. Like basically it's like, you have to work really hard. (laughs) Yes. Like put in the like, work. Like, but well, I think that's TikTok though. It's like no one is reinventing the wheel by any means. No. Like Alex Rule didn't create and invent get ready with me, but yeah. she just kept posting so much yeah. about it that people were just going back to her page. It's like, oh, it's like something I can rely on her page giving me. So I think that's true. Like content creation tips. It's like no one is reinventing the wheel. Like I know I should be posting yeah. every day and like responding <laughs> to comments. But I think those types of content creators too, it's like who says that type of advice in a sexier way Mm -hmm. or in like a more enticing way. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of trust that creator. Even if, I mean, obviously I know you, you're like the CEO of this like company, but there are some people where I can believe any TikTok that they say because they sound so confident, but I don't know who they are. Exactly. (laughs) And I, I do think that there, I just think, especially if you don't have like a massive following now, like there is a time, which is now with TikTok and Reels, where you can have a viral moment and like grow like crazy. But I think for people like me, it's kind of like, okay, I've been in this for a long time. It was so kind of one direction. Like we had Instagram Mm -hmm. and YouTube if you wanted to access that. But it was kind of just like Instagram and it was like stories and We didn't have stories, right, when you started. No, we didn't have stories. I remember being like, what are they trying to be like Snapchat? And I was so Yeah, we were so mad about stories (laughs) launching. We're like, no, we'd never use that. Same with videos. Yeah. Like just having videos on your static feed. It was like, what is this? Yeah. Um, And and so all you would worry about was like how many likes you got on a photo, you know? And then it was like reels and TikTok came Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh gosh, now I'm like really going to have to like, now I'm editing, I'm shooting. I'm getting the angles. I have to become a videographer. Yeah. (laughs) What you're good at. So much. And that's, I was going to say, I think if you love doing this, like if you love content creation, which I love filming stuff, I love editing stuff. I think I just get in my head when it's like brand related or trying to get a brand interested. It's like, how do I make them notice me? And I kind of lose touch of like, what's fun about it. I also think it's about educating the brands at this point too. You Mm -hmm. know, if you have like such a loyal community and a brand reaches out, they want to work with you, but then they give you, and we've seen it, they give you these talking points that you need to hit and then you sound like a commercial that's so not reminiscent of you and your content. (laughs) It's like, hello, I am Becca Tilly. Yeah. It's my water bottle. Yeah. And I think it's about educating the brands too at Mm -hmm. this point. It's like, no, that will actually perform so badly for you. Like, please don't make me do this. And like, like you said, if it's a situation where you need to cut ties, it's like really not aligning with me. Mm -hmm. Then I mean, that's Mm -hmm. a conversation that needs to be had, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw Jenna Pale. 
Palik, I think is how you say her name. She she has a podcast, and then she's like big on. T- I think she actually worked at TikTok. Yeah. is how she got started. And she was saying how this brand wanted her to just like hit all these points. And she finally like she was like we went back and forth. Contracts were signed, and I finally was like, this doesn't align with how I do my content. And she and she was like, it's worth it to like you can say no to things and sometimes it's a lot of money and you're like oh am I making a mistake but like in the long term it's better to just like know because your audience knows you so I think there's a lot of I think that's what's cool about TikTok is that there is a lot of like just like real people who got started not with the brands and it was like they're just they know what they want to do yeah and they're, they're not like, they're not scared to say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's more authenticity, I feel like, yeah. on TikTok. Because you have like literally random people in the middle of the US who went viral overnight and now are like having to work with Clorox. And it's like, how are they going to create content around that? And what does that look like? It has to feel like real, authentic, and not so yeah. staged like we used to have brand partnerships, in my opinion. Yeah, I do think TikTok's done. I mean, there's a get ready with me's where I don't even know it's a brand till it, unless I click on the caption it says like, it's like hashtag partner or something. Shiseido. I'm not yeah. sure like FTC police over here like, you know, <laughs> what, you know, disclosure and all of that is like feels a little gray on TikTok to me, but I agree. Sometimes I don't see the hashtag partner, hashtag ad, but I mean working in this space, you know, oh, that the brand page. I love a hashtag ad. <laughs> You, know you do love it, yeah. I can't FTC get away with anything. My FTC is on lock from, yeah. from because Allie's in control. Disclosure is key. <laughs> okay, so how do you feel like you are going to evolve? Like, how are you going to grow on Instagram? And we can, be, like, strategize right now. It's kind of interesting to listen into. Yeah, I, I, I think I would love to hear your strategy. <laughs> what is that for Okay, me, let's go. Um, we are going to buy a crap ton of followers. And, no, I'm just kidding. Well, do you feel like with the rise of authenticity and like TikTok being so vulnerable, like sometimes I see people crying on TikTok about really serious issues and I'm like, that could not be me. I would just feel so like you internally. Just I, I love your TikToks. Do you watch your TikToks? I love your TikToks. Oh gosh, you need to continue. You, you were like on the Alex Earl It train. is hard. Content creation, you guys, if anyone doesn't know already, it is a 25-8 job. It's crazy. Especially like TikTok authenticity, you have to show like, yeah. everything about you quote-unquote mm-hmm. do you feel like sometimes it's a little much like what do I say for myself and what do I show that'll be entertaining or will grow my following I think that's what I've I, I know like I notice when I post you know about anything having to do with my girlfriend Haley and our relationship it's has a lot more uh interest in it like Mm -hmm. more views more shares um but I I've really tried I don't want my whole brand to be having to be like me and Haley um so I think I think what interests people is talking to the camera and I used to do that so much more and I don't know I think I really think it was kind of 2020 where there was like that fear of saying anything wrong mm-hmm. about anything. Fear of getting canceled. Yeah. yeah, that kind of like made me, I didn't want to like do talk to the cameras. That's and to be honest, I don't feel like they perform as well for me. Like when I do stories and I'm talking to the camera as opposed to just posting a photo with text, they don't do as well. Interesting. Wait, you need to talk about your Instagram story view theory. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is not a theory. This is real for me, okay? Okay. So 
if I don't post, so Allie's always bossing me around, being like, you need to, Big like, boss babe. energy. She's always like, you need, like, to be fully transparent, like, I, last year we had a really big year, like, with brands and deals yeah. and stuff. It was busy. But then this year kind of rolled around, the end of the year last year and then this year, and I was like, you know, I feel like I'm not getting a lot of, uh, like, incoming brand deals, like, what's yeah. going on, and Allie's like, you gotta, you just need to post more, and... I was thinking, like, I didn't, she was like, you took a long break, but I didn't really feel like I took a super long break compared to, like, wasn't anything crazy that I hadn't done in the past and still had interest from brands. So I was like, that feels weird, but I'm just going to try. I'm going to try and post more, like, content with beauty and, you know, tagging brands. And my views have dropped so much because I feel like when I tag brands, it like, something in Instagram, like shadows it or something yeah do you mean for instagram stories or for reels or posts uh instagram stories interesting so i've been posting like daily like Mm -hmm. trying my best to just shoot out content and my views are like the lowest they've been in so long and so i told Allie like whenever i take a break and there's like a 24-hour gap where i don't have any stories up and then i put a story up my views are like back to normal I actually noticed that too on my little old personal Instagram. Like if I don't post for a hot minute yeah. and then I just put something random up, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of people back. are interested. She's yeah. back. She's back. So maybe mm. it's Instagram trying to get people like, oh, look, like you can get the validation views. of the yeah. views for posting. But then it doesn't make sense because if you're consistent, they should validate you too. But I, I think this, I think it just depends like person to person because like I know people who post like every single part of their days and I imagine that their content like Krista Horton is a really good example she's like a influencer she's a mom and she's like so consistent on her Instagram and it's just like her day there's nothing staged about it it's very much like the house is a mess here's the kids this is what we're doing and I'm like so engaged on what she's talking about and doing because I met her in person and she's the exact same as she is online and it's just like this genuine very bubbly personality that's like taking you along Mm. for her very like fun but like very normal life you know um and I feel like she has like people that are just locked in because that's what they started following her for right whereas I'm kind of like what do they follow they followed Mm. me for the bachelor wait I feel like that's show right now I feel like you just described yourself almost you feel like I take you throughout my day? No, she told, she gives you <laughs> no. like a 30 seconds of her day. <laughs> no, and it's not like a muffin online. or something. Not online. <laughs> I post that recipe. So I was like, is she like some sort of like Wait, yeah, yeah, recipe blogger? I wanted blogger? to follow that banana yeah. chocolate chip muffin yeah. recipe, but I was so confused. Yeah, I well, like, <laughs> I had a few mistakes here and there. One thing about me is I'm not a um, food blogger. No. no, no, you're not. Well, you try to be too. Okay. With your eggs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. My what I eat in the day that then I like You're forget yeah, half of yeah. it. I do that all the That's time. That's me. So I'm like so impressed with these people who like can document everything because I'm like, like you said, it is, it is, Dark. I know people watching feel like this is so easy and simple, but creating content is not like a, for me at least, it's not a no brainer thing. I'm it's also like, like kills the mood when you're like, gotta bring out your phone and oh wait, I gotta film this. Yeah, it's like, when you're worth how people. do they just like live naturally and like without that? Like, there's some creators where I'm like, is that phone ever out of the picture? Well, that's the other thing is like finding that balance of like going and traveling somewhere beautiful and being like, I could get amazing content here, but also like taking in what what I'm 
experiencing because we went to Hawaii for my birthday and I remember thinking like oh it's so beautiful like I should like wear a cute outfit and then I like looked up I remember and there was like this mountain in the ocean and I was like who cares like I'm just gonna like enjoy my edible on the beach and just like (laughs) she's such a stoner (laughs) I'm really not but like I just remember being like I really think that the burnout is so real if you don't find a balance and like being able to just live without needing to document everything especially when you have or when you're thinking of longevity in your career like Mm -hmm. it is really not sustainable for a creator to constantly be posting 24 7 be perfect post all the tiktoks all the reels all the time because Mm -hmm. like you said it is a full-time job in itself and more because you're documenting your entire life so yeah you need to take a break I totally agree. Yeah. No, she's taking enough breaks. <laughs> no, but but this takes me back. The, the theory is that if you don't post on Instagram and you let your stories expire and then you post again, your views most likely will go up and back to normal. You should do a TikTok on this. This is funny. Like my theory on growth. It's not growth. What views? <laughs> Someone try it. I'm doing it today. I'll show you. I actually have heard this before, not just from you, I'm saying. Like, at Christmas time, I didn't post for, like, a maybe a day or two or something. And I posted something random, like, a photo, a mirror photo of me going to a party. And my views were, like, double what they normally are. After not posting for a minute. Okay, so you heard it here first. Becca (laughs) Tilly's tip to be a creator, never post. Post. No, but you post. I'm just, interested in this experiment. Keep us posted. I today. will. No, I will. I'll show you because. My, but you posted yesterday, and you have to post today because we're going to. An yeah, event. but there, my my story's gonna expire in about an hour or so. Oh, okay. So I have time between this and the event. So I'll probably post mm. like a, and and it, it always performs better if it's a photo that you <laughs> put up first. I heard a poll too. If you just do like. A oh, a polls poll. go crazy. Do a poll. Try, do a poll. Okay, I'm going to do a poll and like a maybe a mirror pick or something. What's Dang. your poll going to be? Fire. About? You got to really, it's got to really <laughs> be. That's what the Gen Z say. No. We're not, did you see that corporate Natalie post? <laughs> the, no, did you see the one? Yeah, I posted the, on my story. Oh, I follow her. Again. No, I follow Do you want to hear a funny again. story? This well, is a good story. Though. She didn't mute me, but no. her girlfriend muted me. Let me share my like your version, my vision okay. of it. Oh wait, version, version? <laughs> <laughs> my version of it. Okay. So this was in my like hot girl era. Do you remember this era? Oh yeah, pre. <laughs> I yeah. was like yeah. single, or just newly dating my fiance now, <laughs> and I was just like I was like Miss Athletic Queen, like showing my workouts. I was a little bit like it like was abs. I remember yeah, I, there was like lots of abs yeah. going on. It was a lot. And, like, I guess uh, Becca's girlfriend, Haley, was just, she needed to mute that. It was too much hotness for her <laughs> to handle. So that's that's my version. It was right. too hot to handle, so too she hot. muted me. Oh, too me. hot to, okay. Right. And then I find out, how did I find I out she muted out. me? We were literally on the way to Malibu, and this is, like, in, I think, 2020, when, like, the beaches or something had just opened up again, and we were on our way, and she goes, yeah, like, Haley casually was like, yeah, I muted you. Yeah. Or I'm going to unmute you. Like, does she not know the, like... The um, ramifications. The, yeah. the ramifications. <laughs> she will, like, never be forgiven. You heard it here. She did. <laughs> you heard it here first. She, uh, yeah. Well, I like that version of, like, you were just too hot. She couldn't take yeah. it. Yeah. Right. So what was the real version? <laughs> she was just like, Allie... 
this is just like not Allie's personality. Like I know Allie's personality and this just is not it. So I think she was just like, I gotta mute her. <laughs> it's a I'm un unmuted now. Yeah, right? yeah. She unmuted she was that day because you were like, mm. Did you not see my story? And you're like, I think I muted you. <laughs> it was like heartbreak. Like it I didn't awkward. recover. I was in the yeah. back seat and I was just like <laughs> It was just like seat. silence, just like tears <laughs> dripping down. <laughs> there were no tears, but it was uncomfortable for me in the back. I was like does she, Haley has no idea what she's just done. No. So casually, flippantly. Yeah, truly. I mean, I would have had to. I've muted so many people caught. too. She got but. caught, right? Because Ali was like, wait, you didn't see that on my story? But like, she could have been like, no, I didn't see it. Yeah, she algorithm, like, just, like, Algorithm it. must be messed up. That's like, I'm Haley. I would have confessed it because I was like so nervous. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Haley's not afraid of me though. I'm oh, no. She didn't even, there yeah. was no yeah. even concern about the concept, the ramifications of her actions. No, it's so true. At least she didn't block you or like to delete you that oh what that would have been i think really a, a mute is a courtesy it's I like hey i just need a second from you like we'll touch base again but yeah. not right now do you know why i started i only mute people i don't even unfollow anymore because it was like clockwork where if i unfollowed them i would run into them no i swear within a week and then i'd be like <laughs> <laughs> Do I? They knew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in my mind, they absolutely knew. They sought me out. Just well, yeah, to when like a verified did. person unfollows you, the million, you feel that. Like you, <laughs> you feel the energy you. in the room. <laughs> the meta awesome. gods touch you and push you over. Yeah, so I'm just like, I mute people because that wouldn't feel good to me. I'd rather someone yeah. just be like mute me and me have no idea. I do it all the time. Me too. Where I'm just, if someone does it, if I'm like, if it's someone that I find myself comparing myself to or whatever it is i'm like i'm just gonna mute them i don't need to unfollow it feels dramatic maybe i'll bring them back they're oblivious they They have no idea yeah they think i'm just enjoying their content like the rest of them back to growing my instagram (laughs) what is your strategy okay this is my strategy and you kind of know this i think serialized content is key do we know what that means, people? That is my tip. No, get away. <laughs> Are you kidding me? She was just on a strategy call with me where I left. No, 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 no. And I said, no. you have to be I did a TikTok serious. about this like three months Influential ago. Influential Ali? <laughs> Stealing tips and tricks? Should I change my name? I've been like rethinking How and rebrand. How do you say it? Influential it, Okay, do you know what happened? I changed it and then you can't change it for like 30 days and I was like, oh no. <laughs> And then it was stuck. And then I was like, eh, it's kind of cute. But then, How do like, you say it? It's like influentially. <laughs> Influentially? Influ- yeah, but it's like my name at the end. Influential. Yeah, Influential. And then Allie. Yeah. Allie Grant's taken. If you have ideas, let me know. You should try buying it off of her. Oh, that's a good idea. You can't, like, DM people on TikTok, though, so. Anyways, yeah. Rebrand coming there. Um, okay. <laughs> Back to me. Back to the strategy. Serialized. Um, con- oh, okay. Explain that for those. Okay, of- well, I did have an idea like in 2020 <laughs> called Mini Mic Series. Like, I know there's someone out there who maybe like has coined the Mini Mic thing. You, I honestly think, were one of the first to bring out the Mini Mic. But I got it because I saw Tink. I think Tink's had it, or like oh. people on Insta or people on <laughs> okay. TikTok had it. So, okay. and I think the Mini Mic is fading out. I don't think okay, it's but this was 2020. Yeah, I'm saying this oh, is okay, idea okay, in 2020. Okay. All right, next idea. Okay. <laughs> We're not talking about the past. We're talking, I'm talking okay, about the future. Right now. Okay. <laughs> so I think you need a series on your Instagram, like whether it's real reels, obviously, like you're not going to go like whatever. Okay, reels. What? I'm not going to go what? Like I was going to say IGTV, but we're not going there. Does that exist? Yeah, it does, does exist. It? Yeah, it still exists. Okay, so you're going to do an IG reel every Wednesday. 
at 12 p.m. you launch it. And basically what you're going to talk about, she is going to be the podcaster like interviewee. Like she's going to be the e-news of podcasting. So she's going to talk about like what's happened on other podcasts and like unpack it and like recap it and like unpack it again. <laughs> and Oh, like pop culture. Like, like you're po- like, yes. oh, this episode. So of- she'll be like on, you know, Tinks's podcast. They talked about this and that. This is my thought. Like maybe she brings in Tinks. Maybe she brings in someone that was on it and she just like chit chats about it. So it's like recapping the podcast industry because you are literally like, OG podcaster, you know so much about it. That's my pitch. Take it or leave it. I'm going to sell it to someone else. Yeah, she's already threatened to sell it um, because I don't listen to podcasts like other podcasts. So like, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like Not, that. Like you don't listen to one podcast. Literally zero. Okay, never mind. Okay, so next, my <laughs> okay, yeah, you're out. My idea up. actually is not as um, sophisticated as yours. Yours is like amazing. Yeah, thank you. I think you should do a series, a mukbang series. Where Sorry, you're just what? like eating pizza, you're eating Domino's like every Wednesday, and you're talking about something. But do or, you? But the next week, how, it's like Domino, or it's like Pizza Hut. How do I? I mean, I love the idea of me eating pizza and talking. But how do I? I can't handle the sound of Chewing. myself eating. You just gotta like. I think people kind of like it. It's like ASMR. Yeah, people either like. You don't have to watch it. your own reels. <laughs> which I love to watch my own reels. <laughs> Everyone loves that's to watch a little their own stories. I'll, I'll literally watch my reel and be like, damn, damn. <laughs> how is this not viral? <laughs> I probably am like limiting how many views because it's just me watching it over and over again. The Instagram's probably like, you're too obsessed with yourself. We're not, <laughs> We're not <laughs> pushing this up to the no, Yeah, <laughs> Because so I'll make, I mean, my, my like reels where it's like clips to music, they're cinematic, truly. They mm. are. I think they are. They're like, okay. Allie, well, Allie thinks that hers are like so good. So I haven't been on, but like nothing is funnier than your own story. Nothing is better than your own story. I don't think that about, well, I don't really <laughs> Okay, whatever. Wait, okay. Okay, I really so think you think it's like your favorite because everyone knows you as like fast a food, fast yeah. food queen. Yeah. So what is your McDonald's order? And it's obviously like very specific. You're like, this is my mm. McDonald's order. This is what I eat. Today we're talking about Phoebe and her vet appointment. Okay. Just like random stuff. It doesn't need to be like a mic or anything. So you don't have to be all ASMR about uh-huh. it. But you're just, it's just like me eating. It's a chatting. get ready with me, but not makeup. Not beauty, not clothes. It's, a it's sit like, down and eat with me. Sit down. You're in your comfies. You're G-E-W-M. with Phoebe. G-E-W-M. No, S, what? Get eating no, with me. No, I was going to sit down <laughs> and eat with me. Sit, sit and eat with me. S-D. Sit down no, and eat. Me. <laughs> well, have this to, is genius, so, Jessica. Yeah, this is a great idea. I got to figure out how to get past the, like, I hate listening. Okay, there's certain... How did you say it? Mukbang? Mukbang. What yeah. is that? I always mukbang, say it's from like Korean culture that it's like people eating, like people eating yeah. like, shows or we whatever. We probably think it's called mukbang because we're like, yeah, I'm Southern and <laughs> yeah. that's how I see For it reference, Jess is actually Korean. For so the viewers yeah, saying home, it yeah. We're talking about the word that's spelled M-U-K-B-A-N-G. Mukbang. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow, I've mukbang. That. I can officially yeah. say I'm Korean. Yeah. So I love watching those. There's this one where it's just the girl's mouth. And she's eating, like, she has, like, emojis, and she's eating things based off of those emojis. And it is, like, up in her mouth, and I love it. <laughs> but depending on... I like this idea. I think you should do it. People love eating videos, like, on TikTok and whatever. Yeah. But it's, like, it's like you. And it's normal. People know you love McDonald's, Domino's, pizza, whatever. 
Do you, you eat s- Domino's? Love. Oh, Domino's Parmesan bites. Oh god. Wait, Domino's is my favorite. What? It's like favorite fast food chain. Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Mm. What's Lots. yours? Pizza? Yeah. I don't know. I like wouldn't even know. I'm not like a pizza person, really. Yeah, you love like a Carl's Jr. though. Oh, I lo- <laughs> what is that thing I always used to eat? The I don't even know the name of it. Impossible Burger Lettuce Wrapped CJ's. That's when you were like in your hot girl era. That was era, my hot girl like, era when people were meeting. lettuce wrapped at CJ's? <laughs> yeah, I do it at In-N-Out too. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like I have gluten intolerance and like bloating and constipation, so... <laughs> It's been a journey. It has been. So you think regardless of what it is, doing one thing and it being like a niche, like specialized, serialized Mm -hmm. piece of content. Yeah. I had an idea the other day. I was going to troubleshoot it with you guys. Troubleshoot it? Yeah, like work. Workshop it. it. Workshop it. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Troubleshoot? No? Troubleshoot, it's like you're already having issues. Yeah, corporate well, jargon. We'll teach you I'm, on the corporate I'm jargon. Anticipating issues, the issues with it. Okay. Okay. It's like I put out every Tuesday, let's say Tuesday, I'm like, create my day for me tomorrow. And some people get to like make my itinerary. And if they live in like LA. The, with the cards? On not even that. Like they literally say, like, wear a dress and sneakers and go to get this coffee order. And then go to this restaurant and eat this or like go somewhere and have this to eat. Wait, I love that. But how do you get people to choose that stuff? They would just send it in like a message, like an itinerary. Wait, Twitchers do that. And it's like huge. Really? Like people like, but they, it's kind of like a lot. They always have like the camera on them. And like their viewers are like, like with like a gear or something. That yeah, just like I what if I just had a GoPro that. attached to my head and it was like that weird angle where it's just like big head <laughs> and you're like breathing. Yeah. Look. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I kind of love this. And the viewers can choose what they're doing. So they're like, yeah, like should I wear a red dress or a green dress? And then they like change into the red dress or green dress based on the. Viewers How do you know comments. this about Twitchers? Um, are they called Twitchers? We are a digital communications agency. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, but we like aren't Twitchers. <laughs> you aren't Twitchers. Oh man, okay. There's a lot in the industry. I love that idea. I think you should do that. I think it'd be fun, and, and it, it would make me go try something new. You know? Yeah. So our strategy for you is serialized content. So based <laughs> on what Jessica and Allison have told you today, what are you gonna do? Well, I think. What I'm realizing from two professionals that I'm sitting with here is that consistency is the key and like ha- like allowing your followers to have like a schedule with you where like they know like, okay, this is what's going to happen on this day at this time. And they like want to see what I'm going to do next. But being interesting enough to making it interesting enough that they come back for more. Totally. And batching your content. Like if you know that you're doing this series every Wednesday. It's like, okay, let me film like three so I don't have to worry every Wednesday. That would be very productive. I don't (laughs) consider myself a productive person, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Well, we're going to shoot some amazing content tonight because we're going to a really cool event with Stella McCartney. Roller skating. X Adidas. I can't roller skate because my back. Are you kidding? No, like me falling, that'll like set me back weeks. You're not going to skate? I'm going to watch you. And she'll, she'll shoot content for you. Yeah. We have like our Alex Earl little light GoPros, Go Sticks. Go Sticks. Do I need to bring Tori? Oh my youth? God. I'm <laughs> just going to be out on the rink alone. I don't, like, if I fall. Don't fall. I, 
fragile bones. Don't fall. I'm sorry. I don't know how to roller skate. Like, I'm going to fall. Look at those, like, granny, like, walker things. Oh, do they have? Oh, like, they have ice skating. Like, with, like, kids. Okay. If they have that, I will be out on the rink. Well, that's so embarrassing. Just me and grandma (laughs) out there. You should um, really play into we'll dress like a grandma. We're gonna tonight. do a get ready with not a get ready with me, but like a behind the scenes of an event with influencers. Yeah, Becca Tilly. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think it's like getting into that. You know what these TikTokers are doing? That's like the really popular ones. They're so like it's it's second nature to them to take out their phone and film because oh, yeah. they grew up on it. Like they, you know, we were like how old when we got the internet? The 30. internet. <laughs> Really, I was like, you guys are really aging yourselves. No, we were real young when the internet came. When did the internet come for us? The internet? Yeah. When we were like seven. Yeah, it was like Uh, the eighties, right? Yeah. (laughs) I remember I got a I got a cell phone in middle school. So yeah, we probably had the internet then. Okay, but Instagram came like 2012, like where it got really popular, I feel. Yeah. I had just gotten out of college, (laughs) so it's like I'd, like me in college with Instagram would have I've been. I've seen your pics. The <laughs> nail, the nail photos. <laughs> Allie would have like short, like just like not like ugly nails, nails, but like. No. But no, it, and it'd just be a photo with like a Kelvin filter on like. Kelvin. <laughs> a Klein filter. Oh, wait. We got to get <gasps> okay. into. Okay. This so, is what you're actually passionate about. RNC. How did we not bring this up sooner? <laughs> I'm glad know. we remembered them. So. Randy. Who is Klein? Who is Randy? Well, I am Klein and you are Randy. <laughs> but Randy and Klein came in 2017. It was a Halloween costume because we, like, last minute needed costumes and we're going to a party. So, like, our whole group dressed up as, like, Joe Dirt-inspired guys. I came up with the name Klein because we were listening to Lainey and Paul Klein is the lead singer. But I made it with a C. So, right. Yeah, Klein Naturally. with a C was how I introduced myself all night. Yeah. And there was, like... Like, legit, like, influencers and celebrities at this party, and we were just, like... Disgusting. Disgusting. But, but drunk so enough good. to feel brave. <laughs> to feel good about it. To feel, like, great about it, honestly. No, literally. And then it kind of became, like, a persona. Like, we felt more natural, like, being Randy and Klein. <laughs> and then we were, like, creating content and putting that out there, and then it just kind of, like... You guys have an Instagram. Well, let's be honest. This yeah. is what happened. Allie would be like, we have to shoot content for Randy and Klein. And then we'd do it. And she'd be like, I feel too ugly. I can't do it. Don't put it up. I feel gross. I would be like, oh, <laughs> this isn't good for business. Yeah. Like, I'm a CEO <laughs> boss babe. Like, I can't be doing this. Not boss babe. <laughs> Blazer boss babe. Blazer boss babe. But then I'm like, now I'm back in the Randy and Klein moment, potentially. I always say this, and then I chicken out. I was going to say, I've heard this for... Six years now that you're ready to shoot Randy and Klein things. <laughs> ready. But I had this really funny idea, especially talking about the GoPros on our head, where we go to like Rodeo Drive and we like just have like even the mini mic. I'm down to bring it back and just like talk you to people. Like, people. But we can't talk. Like we like. Yeah, I've heard the voice. Just talk our normal voices. <laughs> I don't. Klein doesn't really have. <laughs> we're kind of like, like a gesture. You, like we gesture. You talking as yourself like your influencer voice is randy <laughs> okay my quote influencer voice what is my hey influencer guys. voice okay guys am i doing so, it right now t- no so today we're going to talk about content creation <laughs> these are some tips and tricks where you can like really monetize okay your so phone. it's like the inflection yeah inflection yeah, it's like five tips, five tips to monetize your content. <laughs> okay, you, let's talk about your TikTok voice. Yeah, that's true. When we first started Getting ready, recording. GRWM. Hey. Oops, <laughs> the camera fell. Like, oops. 
<laughs> Anyways, yeah. you doing that as Randy? Okay. We can't have. Oh, no, no. Oh, I thought Just you like were my normal. But you have a Randy voice. Klein doesn't have a voice, so you'd have to yeah. do the talking. It's like, what did you ask me that one time? Oh, what, you, what you're looking for in a, a woman, a wife? What? what and you said slimmer feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> slimmer feet. That's how he talks. <laughs> I like a slimmer feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a weird country California twang. Anyways, that would be great content. Um, I think it's just like sometimes I feel like trying to keep up with the trends and like what's popular just doesn't really resonate with me because I tried to do a get ready with me where I'm like talking in between steps and I'd be like, what did I just say? <laughs> yeah. Like I had already forgotten. Like mascara is like ready down here. That's funny though. Like if you kept that in like, oh, what do I say? Or what did I say? Yeah. The rawness, the realness. Yeah. Authenticity. But um, I think I really do think the whole key to growing on social media is like working hard and putting out content. And like if you have a small following and you want to be an influencer full time, I think it's literally putting in the same amount of work you would be putting into a job trying to get promoted to something like that's a good way to put it's it. It's not like overnight not these people that you're seeing also there's a girl named Emily Kaiser I think is her name and she does like get ready with me but she's been posting like three times a day multiple times a week for like a long time and she just like blew up kind of in the same time as Alex Earl where it was like people were like this happened overnight but I went back and she's been doing this for a long time like not even getting a ton of views but just being consistent with it and being like you can tell she enjoys doing it and I think it's the same amount of work I think people see creators and they're like this is so easy it happened like out of nowhere for them but they've been doing it for a long time Elise Myers she was putting out so much content before she blew up you she's everywhere now I'm, I'm in t- I'm in tune <laughs> with your community and with industry. my community and yeah. I just watch from afar but yeah I think it's just like anything it's like it's hard work it's time it's learning being able to learn new things and like try new things and not feel like if you get low views that that's a sign to give up it's just like keep putting it out there how are the scrubbers listen i will say this we might not have the biggest or most popular podcast but i 1000 percent believe that the scrubbers are the most loyal and the kindest listeners as a whole Mm. in the whole podcast world i love a scrubber and that's all you can ask for every time i'm with friends like anytime i'm with friends and we're at an event or something where scrubbers come and support my friend is like, those are the nicest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so supportive. They're so kind. And they're, like, kind to each other. It's it's really cool. I feel really proud about that. And I think growing our podcast, I told Tanya the other day, I'm like, we're in a great spot because we started early. But, like, how do we grow this? How do we become not cool in the sense that we need to be the most popular, but cool in the sense that people are, like, talking about it and telling their friends, like, do you listen to these girls? Like, mm-hmm. I love them. They're so funny cool merch like where'd you get that what is that about you know branding in-person events in the future potentially yeah like hangouts type things Mm. and just like having fun events where people can like mingle and get together and it's something that people want to be a part of you have to create something that people want to be a part of and I think that's the key to everything even content it's like People want to be a part of what everyone else is talking about. That's, I think, what happened with Alex. It was like everyone started talking about it. So it was like, who is this person I'm missing out on? And then you go back to your profiles and you're like, oh, okay. I asked Tanya who she was and she was like, 
I have no idea what you're talking about. And now the other day she goes, I can't believe you were at an event with her and didn't say, hey, I'm obsessed with her. Mm. And it's just like word of mouth. People want to be involved, be involved and know about what's cool and who's cool. Yeah, culture. They want to be part of culture. (laughs) That's another corporate jargon. (laughs) Thank you so much. Okay, we literally have to close out. But I want to hear from you. What's next for you? Like, what do you have in the pipelines? Well, you and I have been trying to create a brand for like, uh, like 10 years, years or something. Um, and I think this year is the year that 2023, mark my words, is the year that happens. I heard think it we here said first. this on the podcast in 2018. <laughs> okay, we should well, add it if you guys did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, what's been, we've gotten like to like step two in every brand thing, but I think this one, I think we're very excited about and we both feel it's something that we both love and it's fun and it, like we... It's something that we want and need. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel really excited about this. But I think creating a brand and then like growing the podcast, making it like big and doing like the hangouts and just like creating consistent content, not like not putting so much pressure for the engagement or the likes or the growth, but just being like, I love being here. I love this community and making it fun again because it sometimes feels like it used to be so fun and now it feels daunting. Like I'll text Allie and be like, I quit. <laughs> she quits like every other day. But then she gets back up. And that's the thing. You got to get back up. Zero views. It's okay. <laughs> You're resilient. When TikTok went down and we had zero views and we were <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> it's time. It's yeah. time. I was like, I, I'm hanging it up. I'm hanging, <laughs> deleting everything. <laughs> you hang up your coat. Yeah. Um, this was great, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. Just, I don't think I gave anyone any like influencer tips, but I do. Well, I did my twenty-four hour theory on yeah, Instagram. Please, please use that and let us know. No, yeah. you're, you had insightful advice. Thank you so much. Where can people follow you? Instagram Becca Tilly, TikTok Becca Tilly five. Where does the five? Why do you always have the five? It's just like my favorite number. I'm oh. one of five kids. It was my number always growing up. It's just I love Basketball. the number five. <laughs> It wasn't actually, but no. in softball it was. Yeah. You're such an athlete. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Becca. Thanks so best. much for Love having you. me. Love Bye. you. Bye.